What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. This week we talk about everything is canceled. Literally, everything is being canceled. It's weird. Uh, we also get into the Batman. We see the Batmobile for the first time and learn a few things. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends had a trailer. Uh, Spawn is dropping in MK11. is going to be ridiculous. Uh, He-Man cast finally got released, and it's fr- freaking cool. So go check out Kevin Smith's He-Man. Also, uh, Onward from Pixar, great movie. Mando Season 2 wrapped. Uh, we got Christian Bale in, in Thor, Thunder and Love. And Vin Diesel con- confirms uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy will be in Thor 4. So uh, this is all coming to you right now on Yellow Spandex. Enjoy. Brother and dad landed in Israel. They've been there for like a little less than a day. Mm-hmm. They were afraid like when they were in the middle of the air, the uh, UK was going to declare like emergency or something and they wouldn't they would be stuck in london they said they got to israel they're like nobody even knows what's going on here they're like it's really overblown in the u.s like, yeah they said they were walking around the, the streets asking people about it and they're like the what there's a what going on <laughs> yeah yeah most i feel like most of that stuff's overblown um they canceled e3 like what? they're canceling all these things That's you said south saying. by southwest right ascap expo yep That's what else was like there the biggest music expo mm-hmm other E3, than like I, I heard that uh, if they cancel this year, it might not be able to come back next year. Yeah. And I heard the same thing about South by the amount of money they lost this year would keep prevent it from coming back another year unless like a bunch of people. I'm sure people board. would get together or something would happen. Because it's too know. big of a festival, too big of a name. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I, I, I think that's part of the problem is like how big it is mm-hmm. to like try to, you know, it relies on momentum to like stay the size and everything. So. Oh, yeah. Don't you think it would just shrink down though if that was a problem? Like they'd still have, there'd still, still be so much people that wouldn't want to come. They just make it smaller. See, the well, only they thing, would lose like all the people who wanted it at that size. Well, mm-hmm. the only thing is um, there's so much stuff that's peripheral South by. Money wise. I feel like that would just happen regardless. Mm-hmm. And stuff. I think they're talking about like this core center of like, you know, the cost like $1,200 to get into and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But also, like, just we were talking off mic that they, uh, they're they not issuing refunds. <laughs> yeah. As of now, at least. Austin might, get, yeah, Austin might get raided, which we'll see. Your money's gone. The, the thing that surprised me, it's a much smaller event, but um, Mortal Kombat, Final Kombat, it's like mm-hmm. their big. Like Final Combat competition. Did that get mm-hmm. canceled, canceled too? It didn't get canceled, but they waited till uh, like half a day before the first day to uh, tell the audiences to, to release a statement saying audiences weren't allowed. And so, like, a ton of people flew into Chicago from like out of state, out of the country, and yeah. then just arrived and, re- and were told they wouldn't be able to enter the building with tickets. And so, <laughs> it was just the 16 competitors and like the film crew and stuff. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. Also makes it a bummer to watch because I brought my grandmother. (laughs) Probably not the final combat, but yeah. 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 But (laughs) I left my newborn for this. That one was just like, and then I think them and Pearl Jam were like so last minute Mm -hmm. that people just showed up, you know, that like traveled to things like it was too late and they'd already like gone there Mm -hmm. and stuff. So it's like, man, that kind of sucks. You know, it's like shawarma, like the Avengers. I, oh, like, I, I guess feel, it's canceled. Let's get food. I feel bad I for the people though that like got tickets for Final Combat and then like showed up in Chicago like in the end of winter. Oh yeah, and they're like <laughs> they're like okay, let's let's go to Final Combat. Oh, it's canceled. And they look around like what I'm gonna do is get wet, man. Yeah. I mean, you could get some deep dish. You could go to the Galloping Ghost Arcade. <laughs> hey. I mean, hey, there's lots of stuff you could do in Chi Town. <laughs> <laughs> But that's yeah, fun. That sucks. I mean, like for a lot of different things. Yeah, it's so stupid, overblown. It's ridiculous. I was reading an article how like 
you know, measles is like 10 times more of a problem. So <laughs> our friend Scotty from Strange Parts actually uh-huh. did a video uh, about, because people were wondering about his channel, because if you're not familiar with Strange Parts, he's an American that spends a lot of time in uh, Shenzhen, China, mm-hmm. doing tech stuff. And so it's very, very close to like where all this stuff's happening. And he's not allowed to travel over there for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And... um you know, also he's he's a white guy in like an kind of the Asian marketplace and stuff. So he's kind of seeing secondhand like all like the like low key racism <laughs> happening, especially because he's dealing with these Chinese people from the areas mm-hmm. that this whole thing started off at. So he was like, uh, but he he went to go check get checked just in case because he spent so much time over there, mm-hmm. and then he found out that his measles um, immunity is like compromised. And he's he said he didn't know this, but I guess like we're supposed to get boosters right around our age. Oh yeah like in her mid late thirties. And he was like, yeah. So if he happened to be around somebody had a bad case of measles, it's a very good chance he would have like gotten it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and it wouldn't have been a problem. And nobody usually notices mm-hmm. except that because of like the anti-vaxxers and stuff, so like there's an outbreak in like, quote unquote, like little, you know, a little bit of an outbreak mm-hmm. in LA County for like the first time in a hundred years or something. Yeah. So when we like, talk about outbreak, there's what, like 20 people. Well, this it's, it's a thing like it started in like a school or something. Yeah. And yes. so it's, yeah, it's just that, you know, it's funny is like um, cru- cruise ships are some of the like worst ones for, out- oh, yeah. for outbreaks. But <laughs> the norovirus what, is the what, diarrhea one that goes around in cruise mm-hmm. ships. What they what they do is they keep everyone on the boat. <laughs> yeah, it's like Wally, <laughs> which is the off. weirdest thing to me. It's like the opposite of the best thing <laughs> to, to do next. Mm-hmm. Like if you know there's an outbreak on the ship, get them off the ship. Well, no, quarantine they, them off the ship. Well, no, I guess the whole idea is like then you just start. Those are the leaks. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, right off the ship, you put them right into quarantine. You yeah, know, well, that's what area. they did with this last one that was in Long Beach. Yeah. There was a girl on my Facebook page. She's like, "Oh no, they're unloading the boat, and it's ten block or one block away from my my job." And she yeah. has a picture out the window. And you see the boat sitting there. Well, that's the thing is <laughs> like crazy because that that's, everywhere else they'll vac- evacuate it. They'll like set quarantine. Mm-hmm. They'll put the ropes out, mm-hmm. except for boats. But the boat thing is like at least you're in the middle of water. You know that's like the ideal zombie situation. It's if true. the Surgeon General comes back, it's like they're hopeless. You just set it on fire and like yeah. it's give it a Viking funeral. You they know, get yeah. by a zombie, you check them overboard. It's right. like, <laughs> it's like the worst case scenario of a breakout, like. Somewhere where you may be able to escape, you might live longer. I don't know. But mm-hmm. if you're on a boat, you're effed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess the, the thing is, like, if they start unloading people, like you guys had, like, said, mm-hmm. that's the beginning day, like, every zombie movie. <laughs> They're like, oh, that one, like, child or monkey, like, ran away. Oh, gosh. You know, it just mm-hmm. kind of starts everything. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, E3. Although, so E3, this might just be, like, the nail in the, like, the coffin of, like, a long dying convention you know really and stuff well because like companies have been dropping out (laughs) and and like they there have been like fewer and fewer like super exciting announcements you know at these things Mm -hmm. um conventions are kind of hard nowadays like that though because we get so much stuff on the internet and Mm -hmm. when people are at conventions it's almost like you don't need to go because it's like instant information just bam 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 whatever it's released at the convention it's already released well it's not even just well it's the information but also how it's presented you know Mm -hmm. because like you know for us like our, our age, like we remember, like when they made like the Xbox, the PS3 mm. announcements and stuff, and they were like, you know, you could have been like a rapper, you know, it was, it was like rock star moments, yeah, and stuff. But also just like the activations, like you know, go to E3, like there's these huge extravagant like things end up becoming like you know memes and mm-hmm. not to viral say videos. things in the last you know whatever past time <laughs> have been watered down, you know, mm-hmm. obviously 
it's like, like they are still like just as engaging i think and there are some years that are really great for e3 uh that and some years maybe not but um, i wonder if WonderCon's been shut down i do not think yet. that what you were saying about like the internet and the access is kind of why I'm I'm saying is like it gets watered down after a yeah. while, you know. I mean, I like going there because I like seeing the panels, and they're not mm-hmm. always online. So, what's yeah. the one where they do all the Marvel uh, trailer releases and have That's all the San Diego Comic Con? That's a Comic Con. It's mm-hmm. usually San Diego Comic Con. Sometimes it's the other cons, depending on when stuff's releasing. Yeah, E3 is the big game one. Yep. Is the gaming one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like one of my friends every year is like, I'm going to get you into E3 or whatever, and I'm like, okay, and then he never comes through. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> like the right. biggest thing E3 would have this year, is just from what I know, because I don't know much, is uh, that Final Fantasy remake would be a big deal mm. for E3. I would think. Yeah. Is that released already? No. no, it got pushed back to like mid or late April. But mm. like, uh, but what did release is the first chapter okay. as a demo. Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't so played. Like it. My friend was said he was playing it. I have a download of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't had time to start it up. And I'm trying to like stay away from the internet because supposedly there's a big like surprise twist to the end of the chap first chapter. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect demo for the game. Oh, nice. Um, I don't know how long the first chapter takes to play, but it makes it very explicit when you're downloading it that nothing will carry over to the game if you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I, mean, I guess it makes sense. Though. You got to replay. Yeah, you got to go through it again. Nice. And uh, oh, so we found good news. So we've mentioned before our friend Brianna is mm-hmm. the voice of Aerith. And that's been super exciting for her. She's kind of been like on this press tour and everything. Mm-hmm. In December, we were with our friend uh, Brock Baker. He's a voice actor. Mm-hmm. And we were on a trip to San Diego. It's a whole other thing you probably followed us about. But like uh, he, he got a, a gig while we were on the trip and he was afraid he wasn't going to be able to make it. And then as soon as the trip was over, I see on his Facebook, he like made it last minute to the gig. And he's the voice of the um, NPCs in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, cool. And I was like, that was in December. He's like, yeah, they waited. <laughs> it's like yeah. oh crap wow <laughs> that was a quick turnaround for that one yeah so yeah yeah well i, I guess WonderCon's not done yet and i i mean the next would be comic-con right i mean would comic-con would they do that to comic-con yeah i guess they're, they're probably just waiting to see what's going to happen because coachella got pushed back to october now okay that that so was not f- canceling that completely so i heard from uh, my friend ruth ann who does like he's who does a lot of convention work she says if they're able to, a lot of them push the dates because if they cancel in that short of a time frame, there's like no refunds and it's like millions and billions of yeah. dollars, you know? Yeah, for the booths and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Coachella got pushed back, but it's funny. Someone pointed out they got pushed back to flu season, so we'll see how that fares. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Also, I, I would think Comic-Con and something like VidCon, um, if South by got canceled... I mean, it, if it, like on the scale, it feels like those would also get canceled. Because mm-hmm. South by, I mean, it is like a big party thing and everything. But like Comic Con is like sweaty people in costumes in the summer, like at, you know, booths where you're meeting people. It's, it's just yeah. It how long ago is this, or how long will it be again? When is it coming out? What's or the uh, when is the con- uh, the big concert? Or it got canceled, right? Coachella. Coachella. Oh, it got pushed, right? Coachella got pushed to October. It's usually sometime in the summer. Mm-hmm. October. Not to like keep talking about the virus and everything, but I feel like we're gonna see levels of, you know, different things happening. Mm-hmm. Well, it's already kind of leveled off in China as right now. So, I mean, once they kind of get a handle of it, I mean, it's really blown out of proportion. I mean, it's it's really if you take a look at what it actually does, I get it only like, kills old people. Yeah, it's <laughs> well, very very young and very old. Are yeah, the greatest at risk, but also like just at, as far as like economy though, like we we've been talking about like. 
Oh, the Dow hit like the record low since 97 today. Oh, nice. And it actually shut down trading for 15 minutes. Mm. I think that was not yesterday. I think it was, oh, was it yesterday. Yeah. All the stuff. Oh, it happened a couple times. A oh, couple okay. days. Yeah. yeah. Whenever it like does like a giant drop, they actually just shut it down. They're like, hold on. Just everybody breathe. Yeah. Take Let's... a second. <laughs> Let's not do this. <laughs> so yeah, let's shut it down for 15 minutes and then comes back up. But yeah, the cons, uh, I know WonderCon <clears throat> hasn't been canceled yet because I have a bunch of friends keeping an eye on all the stuff. Yeah. And I, I feel like that when if WonderCon gets canceled or pushed back, it's just going to be hell breaking loose on Facebook. So yeah. it's just preparing. For anybody that has a little bit of money, uh, probably a good time to jump into the market right now. Right. <laughs> Everything crashed like so bad. Um, Is housing crashing too or is it? I'd imagine that'd be a little bit part like of it, but I think they've residual. lowest the interest rates for it. Not that it should be a business podcast, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's stuff, like, it's stuff like trading things. So like right now, you probably notice the gas is cheaper than it normally is because like petroleum like went down well, overnight. Yeah, it went way down because of other so, stuff. So. so Batman would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> he but hasn't switched to energy yet <laughs> or electric. It's just kind of like random stuff like that. But <laughs> Did anyway. you see the Batmobile? Did we talk about that last no, time? No, we didn't. So that was another thing that released was that, the new hey, photos. That photo and everything. The suit looks a little bit better. It's a little less bulky. Yeah. Still, eh. And like yeah. more um, uh, weight towards it being not first year, but second year. That's what Matt Reeves now. was saying. Yeah, he's he saying it's like something just, as yeah, a second, second year. year. Same thing with the car. People are like complaining yeah. about the car. He's, and I mean, and if you look at older Batman. comics, it's like, a, you know. Same deal. It's an old, older car it, like that. He went through a few of them. It looks cool. Like, I don't have, like, a complaint about it not being... I mean, I would love it for be like, the 90s cars, you mm -hmm. know? Where, like, they're just like, that's not a real vehicle, but yeah. it looks cool mm -hmm. on the screen. So, this kind of looks like that, and it's like a modded out hot rod or something, yeah. you know? Well, the so, 90s ones was built on... a uh, well, the, one. Was it... Uh, it was built on a, a Corvette, wasn't it? The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tim well, Burton one? Which yeah. is the one... Um, later on, that was the shape of the Tim Burton one, but it was like the insides were glow in the dark. Yeah, had like the frame that around was clonies. it. Oh, okay, like that. That was like I remember like the toy and everything. That was iconic to me, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like that looks like a spaceship on wheels. Another fun fact, just a little side note, is if you guys do come to <coughs> L.A., uh, Warner Brothers every once in a while, does, you can well you can go to do tours anytime. But we've be, we've been able to go and actually see these Batmobiles they, up close. And they have one garage that's just the Batmobile, Bat, like well, not just Batmobiles, like Batman vehicles and nice. stuff. Even uh, Jared Leto's Lamborghini that wasn't a Lamborghini. We found out <laughs> it, was a, it was another car that they built into a Lamborghini. Nice. But that photo, that photo, that image like looks better than the other things we saw. Mm. But it still goes with my things. Like I just don't want to see like a young Batman again. Like yeah. I actually got <laughs> an argument with someone the other day, which I tried. I I. So try not to get in any, any, any arguments on Facebook. It's it's ridiculous to get into arguments on Facebook. But uh, yeah, I got into an argument with someone the other day because there was like they're you know trying to like oh no this is you know a younger version of Batman. I'm like well you know I know year one Batman and I don't really care. Like we've seen the origin I don't know how many times mm -hmm. and that's not what we want. Like <laughs> we want he's full blown black Batman. We run into a problem other than the Joker. <laughs> you know yeah. like. Like, we would love to see that. We'd love to see the gadgets. We'd love to see the other things. We don't want to see him building up into something, you know, five, six years from now. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I would kind of like to see a Batman trilogy, I guess, if that's where the standard we're going to go by. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like not singular villains like the Joker, because I think everybody's expecting that. Like, the yeah. first movie's going to be a Joker, second movie's going to be like Penguin, Catwoman yeah. and Poison Ivy or something like that. It'd be great to see like a series of movies where it's a little bit like The Dark Knight, where it's like the uh, network. 
of the underbelly, mm-hmm. you know, of the city and stuff. Not dark necessarily, but yeah. just the intertwining of everyone's crimes. Like, not that they're necessarily working together, yeah. but just, like, the action, the repercussions of, like, all the crime. Kind of like how the Netflix, like, Defenders, except for the Defenders series worked, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like all the separate, like, Luke Cage, like, they all, like, kind of had their, like, web of villains. Yeah, and, and people just, would pop in and out, yeah. And it was tied together, but kind of, like, it just all, like, interwove into the... That would be kind of cool, I think, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm still going to see it, but well, I talked about like it being it'd be nice to if you did do like another trilogy, mm-hmm. which I'm sure that's what they want to do at least, um is yeah. plan <clears throat> for, you know, starting the Bat family. You know, Batman's full blown in the first in the first year. You know, in at some point in that first movie, he comes across a young Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you know, maybe he's watching the circus like in the cartoon and he, you know, feels bad for the kid and he helps him, you know, takes him out on his war as his ward as, you know, Babs is also Barbara mm-hmm. Gordon, um, at the same time, kind of being in that movie and solving the mysteries of between, you know, his parents' death and some other stuff. It'd be nice to see that as part of the movie. You could mm-hmm. inc- include cool, like, villains like Clayface or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then just move forward, like, with the Bat Family. By the end of the third movie, you almost have a Bat Family team. You know, I just don't... You don't what? Oh, I, I just don't know why they're jumping back to this whole origin thing again. I just It's so... You know how what would be really cool, too, with that same timeline is if uh they did uh the mo- all the movies are like the big uh climaxes and then all the stories in between of growing the bat family and getting in all the meetings and everything are mm-hmm. in are in tv show like marvel is doing mm-hmm. all this vi- all wandavision da, 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 and then they're gonna pop this huge climax into mm-hmm. a movie i don't think they could do that I just yeah. don't think, I mean, Marvel can, or uh, Marvel since it's part of Disney and Disney has just launched that ginormous, you know, Disney, Disney Plus, Plus thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a way for them to do that. And DC, but DC, uh, they have the DC app and that isn't just, really like popping oh, off. That yeah. was kind of cheesy. DC you know? can't even do this, the movie part yeah. correctly intertwined. So far, I haven't seen them being <laughs> able to do the television shows that's either. Like, Cause I've like, watched like yeah. Doom, uh, Doom Patrol. And did you like it? I, it wasn't <laughs> terrible. You know, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't what I was expecting either. It was like more of like a like a drama than it was like an action yeah. show. Yeah, I felt I mean, like I was I was supposed to care about these people way more than I wanted to just see what cool things they did. CW, I feel really feel like it's kind of run its course too. Like it's just kind of ending slowly, burning out. I don't see it lasting too much longer. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, all those like CWS shows, you know, like the, I don't even know if these were on the same network, but like mm. the Dawson's Creeks and Party yeah. of Fives and all that stuff. Back in the WB days. Yeah. CW. It's just, there's <laughs> only so much that you can invest into like a character mm-hmm. until you don't, and then they just reset the same format with different names. So that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, okay, how many times they're going to get? Sure. Whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like, so they to move on, but I haven't really watched that many of the CW shows except for the ones we talked about before that. Yeah. Maybe give up, especially on them. With like the teen drama that is the CW. Like it's always <coughs> been that kind of a that kind of a show, show, shtick show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's the shtick. You know, I mean Dawson's I d- Creek and Smallville and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and right now it's like what is it? well, even like uh, wasn't Pushing Daisies on yeah. CW as well? WB, I think. WB, yeah, yeah. Yeah. or still Warner Bros. Yeah, whatever. but this, I don't think that was like a teen drama thing. Like I no. thought that was one of their actual like unique shows. That's but. what I'm saying. My point would would be here is that they I, they have been able to prove. CW has been able to prove to me that they can do TV in mm-hmm. certain certain ways, like you had pointed out. Like mm-hmm. their their one shit is this, and then I pointed out uh, uh, pushing daisies like a whole another art form for them. Pushing daisies was two things like they 
we're in the middle of the writer's strike. It like literally like after the first season. That's crazy. Or in the middle of the second season, the writer's strike happened. But also, supposedly each episode was so expensive to produce. Oh yeah. Because have you ever seen Pushing Daisies? I saw like an episode or two. Yeah. I love that series. Mm-hmm. It's basically the movie Big Fish, but like yeah, every yeah, episode yeah. is like that. So mm-hmm. it was just super expensive. You know, you live in a modern day fairy tale world. Where everything's like crazy camera angles, super colorful. There's like musical numbers out of nowhere and yeah. stuff. It was great, but like. Yeah, that couldn't have been easy to produce because like it wasn't just like walk around to you know a precinct and yell at cops or something. <laughs> the same exact <laughs> thing over and over again. Yeah, man, Marvel really has <clears throat> has it going for them. With this. But Go seamless transition. Yeah. To, like speaking of things, WD does do, WB, WB does yeah. do well is like the animation stuff. Oh yeah. So WB Studios, uh, they they finally released the Red Band trailer for Scorpion's Revenge, the Mortal Kombat Legends. Mm-hmm. I think I got it up. And. Uh, we watched it. Have you seen it, Josh? I have not. Yeah, let's like, watch it. Me and uh, Vince watched it. And um, oh, do you want to watch it? Yeah, I'd love okay, to let's watch, watch it. it. Let's oh, watch sorry. it, and then we'll talk about it. All right, cool. Hold on. The trickster. <laughs> yeah, that's so, perfect. I mean, so uh, I was telling Josh off mic, like uh, there was rumors that this was like done a long time ago and is being held for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. After seeing that, it it is if it's not been around forever then they were just really behind on the character designs. Mm. Every single character designs based on MKX. Mm. And it looks like it's continuing or an adaptation of the story from the MKX comics. Mm-hmm. What was that? Like 2017 was X, right? Well, the comics. Uh, like way, even longer. Years ago. At, I mean, at least, right? Because yeah. the it's, it, I mean, it's, I forget when the MKX like originally came out, but I think I feel like it's four or five years ago when it started. Yeah, mm-hmm. and stuff. So it feels like this was supposed to come out in that era, right? Um, and the, they just are rolling with it. But also, like how quickly it like the trailers start coming out after they start after they announced it. Like they were like, "Oh yeah, this movie's coming out soon," and there's like, "Bam, full fledged trailer." Oh wait, where did this come from? You know, I love it. Okay, it's so gory. MK. I hope you guys enjoyed it. X was let's say 2011. No, no, no. That's just that's versus the DC universe. Oh, gotcha. Um, 2015. Was MKX? Oh, oh, is, MK it, is that when it ended? Uh, that's when they started number one. Okay, gotcha. So four, four, five years ago. Yeah, like yeah, five years ago. So I mean, that's still like it's still wild to be like hold on to stuff like that, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a deal breaker for fans. Uh, that it's like an older version. Oh. It's just weird because like they all look so different now. Especially because the IP right now is the strongest it's ever been with uh, Mortal Kombat 11 and all these yeah. new characters. And we'll get into some more of that later on. If you watch this trailer, um, I watched it with some other friends and like everybody laughs at the point where like extreme violence, bad language. <laughs> it's, it, the, I like it because part of it's like it's self-aware again, yeah. you know, like the old MK commercials. But well, especially also, at the end when he's like, "I hope this doesn't go straight to video." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is, you know. But Blu-ray. But also, like, um, there, that's a big deal because we've never had a Mortal Kombat cartoon or movie mm-hmm. that was rated R. Yeah, yeah which is wild. Thing. It's the game is over twenty-five years old. And this is the first time we're getting <laughs> the same rating on the the show or the movie coming next year mm-hmm. that the game is nice. How wild is that? It's great. That's pretty crazy. I mean, of course they're going to want to sell to like a, you know, PG 13 crowd. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the games were kind of like that originally. I mean, well, it worked out, you know, all the kids that started on it are now in their thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, That's you true. know, it, we, 40s. we grew up yeah. in such a different time. <laughs> like I, cause I look back and I'm like, Oh man, we were playing, I was playing Mortal Kombat like 11, 12, 13 was like the start of it. 
I cannot even imagine having a kid 11 years old right now and be like, here you go, play this. The new version, like the old one, like there was, you know, the blood was like nothing. You know, like he pulls yeah. his arms off. It's 16 bit. You can't really tell what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I definitely see that now, but I remember vividly at the time, like mm -hmm. parents, everybody, like, it's so graphic. And yeah. like, it did feel like that. Well, there's pictures, I mean, like, yeah. that they had animated, but I mean, we're, you, we were used to, like, you know, Mario, you know? <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. One pixel is an eyeball. You know? Or even like, <laughs> you know, Street Fighter, like they would, yeah, you wouldn't see any repercussions. The most violent yeah. it would get is in the in between screens when somebody lost and their face would be bruised up. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. It was just like the idea of ripping someone's head off and mm -hmm. uh, it, it was wild. And then when the movie came out, it was like, well, it was great. But there wasn't a single fatality. I guess there were some fatalities, but like not like the fatalities we saw in the. Oh, game. yeah. Definitely not. It, that has escalated so much over the last five years. I mean, it started with Mortal Kombat 9. They kind of brought back the classics. Yes. And then X and then 11. Like, it still makes me a little sick watching some of them. <laughs> Actually, that even in the trailer there, you got to see a few x-rays, which makes me more think of it's tied to 10. Yeah, because the MK11, their version of x-rays are the fatal blows, and they mm -hmm. look a little... They're still x-rays, but they look a little different. The way the this trailer portrays the x-rays is very like MKX. Like, it looks exactly like the thing, but it looks fun. It, they're, they're doing... It looks like they're going to do the story from the first game. Mm-hmm. And that's cool because it's kind of like um, it's perfect for an animated thing because a we've never gotten it. Yeah. But b like it, I don't want to see the movie. Hopefully, oh my god, hopefully the movie doesn't start at the first like you know because that'd be like another like Bruce Wayne's yeah, origin story thought. over and over. But oh. the but the animated thing of like Scorpion like getting revenge on some mm -hmm. zero like great like that's amazing like put that on like an animated thing yeah. you know. It, me personally, it's 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 like uh, a money safety too. Like mm -hmm. if I put a ton of money into this show coming out and they were doing it off this like new thing that they just ripped into the, the, the trilogy uh, uh, and the beauty of Mortal Kombat, if they just like made their own script, I, 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 I wouldn't feel safe about my money. So for them doing the Hanzo mm -hmm. story and like, that's something that's it's not, they, like I, I feel like that's a lot safer than trying to like create a new character or like go into a different timeline or some shit. Yeah. I also remember before we saw the trailers, uh, there was this thing like, well, if it's Mortal Kombat Legends, will they make more if this does well? Yeah. I, I doubt it, or at least it like this, because we saw this trailer. This was clearly something that was meant for the previous game's promo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if they did do something, it would it would be something else. But like, it'll probably be something vastly different, kind of like when we went from Mortal Kombat One to Mortal Kombat Two. You're like, wait a minute, why is everybody looking different? Why does Sub Zero and Scorpion look different? Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah. Like, so maybe that would be like, hey, there's ten years in between, you know? Yeah, I guess just, uh, it would just be, it would be hard to brand something from here on out with that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, that it, it could be a beautiful disaster. Like they put out this, and they get such a great uh, response that they have to do something new. That could be like a beautiful thing. That was mm -hmm. a nice jumping in point. Yeah. I don't, uh, talking about like, say, the people that are making money off of this, say, DC or whoever, you know, uh, I don't think that they understand or know. I just think they look at numbers. If they knew, though, if they knew the, yeah. how big the fandom is and how much, like, the, what the culture feels like the IP, the the value of the IP. Obviously, I'm not talking about like specific numbers. I'm just saying like when you go around, you talk to people about Mortal Kombat, it's way different than it was before, you know? Mm -hmm. Now it's it seems like it's uh, raised itself to the next level. So 
movies and and cartoons coming out like they i feel like i should hold them to that standard <laughs> i drove past the uh, warner brothers the other day and on you know they have that long wall where you can drive past it i'm uh, olive yeah, yeah. Uh, where they have like all the posters of all the stuff and it's yeah. coming out like they Based, had a big poster for this no way for the that's for the great. dvd yeah that, that it, it, the reason it's surprising to me is it's a rated r cartoon mm -hmm. yeah stuff. they're kind of it's right next to ellen you know yeah <laughs> whoa <laughs> i don't know so that's that's trippy, though. Though. it was yeah, on the big wall like where the teen titans were or was it one of no the, the one where the, the teen titans were i think is the new thundercats cartoon oh yes i have seen that crap crazy weird yeah, it looks like adventure it's, time it's I'm supposed to be fun is it yeah well if, we'll i mean see. if it's cr i'll give it a chance i'll give it a chance yeah it's not the thundercats i know <laughs> <laughs> which actually were kind of boring like yeah. the old school version oh, if you yeah. rewatch them oh yeah thing with he-man like, yeah, we, we were, were talking about, about that last mm -hmm. week she was not too bad the girls like she watched she and that's not i mean i need to start well, she was also way more interesting as a character of a character than he-man was i mean it's the same that's like the same they were the same but like she had the fact that she was like an estranged twin, like yeah, all, yeah, like, I guess that's a little bit extra. But she, she was like has He-Man in like half the shows. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> he's, is, a, he's, is he still just as boring though? Oh yeah, it's <laughs> just this like meat wad. <laughs> so it, some homework if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, you probably already saw it. But if you haven't, go look up the Spawn DLC oh, gameplay trailer. Mm -hmm. It just it blew me away. Like he's so cool. They they there's a reason they waited for him last. They did his, his whole thing right. Like, when is he coming out? The the Spawn DLC in, I think next week, in Mortal Kombat 11, uh, the game looks a million times better than the Spawn movie. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I love that they got but, Michael Jai White to do the voice but, as well. well. What did they? I thought it was Keith David. Oh, is it? Keith, I thought it was. It no, sounded Keith, like Keith David. Joe, right? Keith David's the voice to spawn on the everything else. Mm. But oh, okay. This just he, he was just the movie he played. Spawn. Yeah, okay. but man, it was it was. I I was on the beach and it came out and I was sitting there watching and I was like freaking out. I'm like, oh my god! Like every moment was perfect. And like you know the in the old Spawn movie where they have like the devil comes up and it's like the Satan's like the most bad CGI, like janky yes. CGI. It's like they ran out of budget right there. Yo, yeah. They recreated that moment in the most badass. Like it's when Spawn wins, it's that, but it's incredible looking. And it's mm. crazy that like a PlayStation can make better graphics than like twenty years ago CG. Dude, that stuff was what was that? It's gotta be ninety seven. Something, man. Be, what a, what is it, Vince? Spawn uh, movies gotta Spawn? be ninety seven. Oh jeez, man. Uh <laughs> they did they kept true to Spawn's enemy, though. I can't. I'm trying to remember. I was looking up who the the end. Oh, John was. Leguizamo's clown. Th that yeah, he was just basically the devil, right? It was different yeah, part, different yeah. variations of. Uh, uh, you know what's cool Spawn. though is they they're showing in the trailer. They showed um, Spawn uh, how he fits into. Sorry. Yeah, they showed how he fit into the MK universe. So mm -hmm. like it's he he's going up against Scorpion, and he's like, hey, you and me, because Scorpion's from hell as well. Like, you mean team up? And we're like. Oh shit! They're all in the same universe here. <laughs> That's so yeah. sick, man. Uh, speaking of He-Man, a little bit earlier, did we talk about the He-Man uh, TV show that they're doing? We, we mentioned it a little bit before. Yeah, like Mark Hamill was yeah. Skeletor. Oh yeah, there's a billion people in here, dude. That are like Sarah Michelle Geller is Tila. Is Tila. Yeah, I saw uh, that. What's else? Um, Henry Rollins is Triclops. That's oh, wait, hilarious. Stephen Root is Cringer. Yeah, that's the cat, right? Yeah, Cringer oh, the yeah. cat is Milton from The Office. Maybe it's Stapler. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Justin Long's in it, too. He's Roboto. Uh, That's awesome. Got Jason Muse's Stinkor. That's beautiful. Stinkor. Oh, he was the one that smelled like petroleum oil, right? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Kevin Conroy, Con Conroy is Merman. 
That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's even he obviously he has his daughter in <laughs> as Lena, but uh, it's crazy. Like there's the amount of actors that are in this is just funny. I'm I'm actually really excited seeing it. <laughs> I, yeah, it should be cool. I mean, to have a fan make a fandom, you know, mm. movie, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I love Masters of the Universe. Like the 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 lore. I would love to see what it ends up being, like mm. what it'll look like. If it's going to be like the best new ma- the Masters of the Universe, because uh, right now you got to top Dolph Lundgren, and I don't know, <laughs> he set the bar pretty high, guys. <laughs> Our friend uh, Ryan was talking about um, he. I guess he watches the She-Ra series, and then he was oh, excited about one? yeah, he was excited about this uh, He-Man. But supposedly, this He-Man is a continuation of the original He-Man series. Yeah, so it can't be tied to the new She-Ra series, which yeah. is going to be weird. Oh god! Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird that they lines. released them, but like it's she's like a, I don't know, she's like a little girl kind of deal in uh, the Shira series. It's weird. Oh, do, maybe they'll do multiverse because everybody's doing that now. Yeah, <laughs> like multiverse. I mean, the girls Damn. were really excited because they loved the old Shira, and which uh-huh. is weird to me. But like they loved it, and then you know they go to watch the new one, and they're like, eh. <laughs> the <laughs> they new Shira. Like it. Yeah, I can kind of see that because the the world. I mean, have you did you end up watching Toys that Made Us? Which one? The He-Man. I didn't watch the He-Man one. And so, like, it just kind of shows that, like, the you know, we this is no surprise. Like, in the time period, like, all the cartoons for kids were driven by toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so than they are today. Like, the show exists only from the action figures that are made. It went the other way. Like, exactly. Action figures made, then they were incorporated into the show. So it, was all cre- it was created by guys on drugs trying to one-up each other and dumb names. <laughs> and it shows. But also, it created this, like, vast universe, you know, because you have the all these different... It felt like Star Wars. Yeah. You know, these vast characters and stuff. I love so. how Kevin, Kevin Smith is, like, the super nerd of, of all of us. Oh, yeah. And it was weird because I remember... You know, I remember when Clerks came out, I liked that. And then he did... He, what, I think Chasing Amy was after that, and that was mm-hmm. pretty good. And there's a couple other ones. And then, like, eventually, I kind of... like I got, like, a little bit of, like, I don't know, Kevin Smith whatever i did i just i just i I loved it and then eventually i was like "Eh, i'm bored and then when he came out out and started doing more like comic stuff and i was like wait a minute he's a comic mart nerd you know like mall rats like was actually him like actually interested in comics that's just actually really cool and then he started being he had his podcast he was one of the first podcasters kind of like with joe joe rogan yeah i remember like when itunes was like you can put this thing called podcast on here (laughs) which they've kind of just don't care about nowadays but (laughs) which is funny we did a few way back then podcasts yeah (laughs) for uh, itunes oh probably that it it was probably just like an advertisement or something (laughs) but uh, yeah i don't know it's 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 cool that he's gotten involved in it i know that he's been trying he tried to do so many things like he'll talk about something and then like just out of nowhere it'll get canceled like he was gonna do a mall rats tv show oh yeah yeah. sweet because it was a clerk's tv show yeah and then no, that got canceled and some other stuff. And so I'm I, glad he got he got this because he seems like a cool dude. I feel like Kevin's just he's more transparent with his fans than most other mm-hmm. directors and stuff. He probably are. says too much. So, <laughs> or if it's not too much, it's just like I mean, this is a little bit darker of an analogy, but it's the only one I could think of at the moment. But you know how like uh, when a couple's like pregnant for the first time or something, they usually tell them like wait x amount of time before telling friends because early pregnancies from couples couples sometimes end up being. A higher rate of miscarriage or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. yeah i feel like with productions this is kind of like all right kevin you're gonna wait until we're like we're shooting yeah before you like yeah. or something or like before, you, you don't know, want to jinx the project it's not necessarily an nda mm-hmm. it's just that like just in case this doesn't like you know oh, go yeah. through you wait till a certain point or whatever would you call that a stigma like something that exists only because we make it exist 
what <laughs> got dark like well those things me over here, with shows man people really especially in hollywood they they're they don't they really are into the, like the jinxing of things oh, like oh we they? can't talk about it can't talk about it because we're gonna jinx it i think it's because there's, there's just so much like anxiety and money and time wrapped it up into everything that they in their minds they like create this like thing where it's like i, I i'm gonna jinx myself well, when i talk about it too honestly like this, this november me and vince will have been here for five years and so we're seeing like how shows are made like you know behind the scenes and stuff the more i see about it the more surprised i am that anything gets made there's so many moving parts oh yeah and so many people like don't communicate it just i i can't believe that anything gets finished out here yeah I mean, it's a miracle they either <laughs> don't communicate or like there's it's it's being ruled by committee you yeah. know kind of like i watched uh was that uh ford versus ferrari the other day yeah oh, so good right? Yeah, right like dude what the heck oh god and uh, so he's like talking about, he's like, hey, man, you can't get this thing done by by committee. You know, you got to have some visionaries and you got to actually have somebody there helming mm, it. You right. know, you got to put the trust in it. So yeah, that's know. the reason they hired the one guy that mm. made that, that made the whole what, 40 some odd hour. Yeah. Like you know, race. Or was it 40 to 24, 24 hour? 24 hour. 24 hour, 24 hour race. It's like, let's trust that guy because he's been out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how long have you been in a car? Like <laughs> Exactly. All the most stressful moments were from committee mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah, I mean, I even uh, I listened to a podcast called the Punk Rock MBA, and they had uh, a dude. They were talking about like marketing, buying buying stuff in like magazines or something like, and just like a little bit under that with like the guy worked at Abercrombie, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You have no idea how stupid the people that work there in the ad department kind of are." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Everybody's like, "Why are we doing this? This doesn't make any sense." And millions of dollars would go into this one thing, and it would flop. And everyone's like, "We kind of called it, but whatever," you know. Yeah. I guess it's just nobody ever knows, you know, because sometimes even like uh, when an individual thinks something's going to be big or not, and mm-hmm. obviously happens, it's just like, man, in hindsight, you can always figure it out. But you also know, think that some people are given power for stupid reasons. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Uh, that's my my biggest pet peeve is like it's fine for people to believe in whatever they want to believe you know mm-hmm. but it's when the, that person's beliefs are don't like align with everybody but they're in power and they want to micromanage or everything legislate mm-hmm. like actually change legislation mm-hmm. like, that's when I'm like all right I'm I'm worried now kind of like <laughs> AB five. <laughs> Oh, uh, is, the, is it the the uh, freelancers? It's, yeah, thing? the freelancer yeah. gig thing that they're they're starting to do it around the country. Are they they're, they definitely try uh, to pass something even in the federal? I guess the positive side is is um, a either people just aren't worrying about it, or b um, which is equally is it for one's ig- American ignorance like works out. I think most people <laughs> just don't even know what the things are not even like enforcing. Right, but enforcing if you have it. to do taxes, you gotta you have to do it. I mean, if you. It's just ridiculous. You technically, so like we have some friends because we're in the YouTube world and stuff, mm-hmm. and they they're running into problems because if you're a YouTuber and you're incorporated and like you hire other people and stuff, mm-hmm. there's things where like if they're also incorporated, you can like loan employees instead of. It's oh, just, nice! It's just the way it's worded on paper and stuff. Yeah, but like but, not everybody can do that, especially smaller companies. Yeah, but they're also saying like, but their legal um, consultation had told them like. But if you work with people you're pretty sure won't sue you, there won't be a problem unless they sue you. So it's like, all right. Mm. So now we're, now we're just in the middle of like a, I don't know what this is, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, but speaking of like lore and everything, Vince and I saw Onward this week. I, just, I want to touch on it a little bit because it's, another, it's a Pixar film, you know, and it, like a lot of fandoms and geekdoms and stuff. Um, I think it's gonna go down as like a classic, but yep. it had a weird weekend. 
because it came out on like coronavirus, everything's canceled weekend. <laughs> yeah. But we saw it twice and like I cried like both times, multiple times throughout the whole thing. It's like a multifaceted emotional ride because it's both like a, a dad story but also a brother story so mm-hmm. anyone who's close to either of those in your family maybe you don't have any and you can't relate i don't know yeah. but uh like if you don't if you weren't close with your brother you're close to your dad you're gonna cry the most of the movie if you weren't close to your dad you're close to your brother you're still gonna cry the rest but, of the movie i think it's like the trailers for some for me it was like got me so excited for some reason maybe it was because like i said about like the basically like a prince or warrior's journey on a mm-hmm. fairy tale instead of a princess you know um but like the for other people, I guess I made them feel like what did somebody describe it as like an iPad movie? You know, like the thing you'd put in front of kids to babysit. Uh, or whatever. I think like the trailers gave it off that kind of but a vibe. We forget that it's Pixar, so there's so many twists and turns mm-hmm. that are there for the plot. They're like you're so comfortable in what the narrative is until you realize with the lead character that the perspective was shifted the entire time. Mm-hmm. You know and. It was just such a fun movie. Some people were a little disappointed with the ending, but like when you really think about it, there wasn't, this was, it was really right. Whoever wrote it, the director, apparently it was based on like his upbringing. He, his father passed away before he was born and when he was very, very young. Mm -hmm. And then like when he was 18, he found like a videotape or a cassette tape of his dad. And he said, it was like meeting him again or meeting him for the first time. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where the idea, I don't know if he wrote this movie, but at least where the, like the soul of the movie came from it was like these all little nuances you know yeah. I, I i mentioned a lot of times about like representation like race and ethnicity a lot mm-hmm. but this i feel like is equal to that in a sentiment mm-hmm. like i f- felt like the small nuances of a person who's never known their father like learning like i could be wrong but it just it felt more genuine than like similar stories we'd seen before yeah you know it's really moving <clears throat> and i feel like uh everybody needs to give it a watch because um there's, there's a little bit in there for everybody. And I guess mild spoilers, not really saying anything about the plot, but just kind of saying what doesn't happen is, so when like Signs and like the other M. Night Shyamalan movies came out and stuff, mm-hmm. or any like creature film, I always like the Jaws theories, like the more you don't see Jaws. The more scared of it you are. Yeah, but in, in a non-horror way. You know, with the dad, you saw the trailers like the half of him, you know? Mm-hmm. And of course they're building up to when you're going to get to meet the dad. Mm-hmm. Like they do like good news is there's not like a you meet the dad he's a there's a face and he does like a but it's so they keep that <laughs> legends never die they, <laughs> this thing and it's it's it was so much more effective because like the whole movie i'm just like how are we going to meet this dad where it's not going to be a letdown yeah because we just went on this huge journey you know and stuff and <laughs> it, it was so good with the and chris pratt and tom holland mm-hmm. should just be like buddy movies forever <laughs> yeah because it was great they're both hilarious it points out a lot of like uh, uh, human human error, or like errors that humans make that are very easily made, uh, like taking for granted something, mm-hmm. S- things like that. It points out how, like how often we do that, yeah, <laughs> and the, how like a little uh, we pay attention to what what has become before us and the, stuff. The brilliance of the movie is that it uh, comments on like screen culture, you know, like phone culture. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more effective because it's in the fairy tale world. And so, like, you know, the premise of the movie, if you haven't seen the trailer, is like uh, in fairy tale world, it was once like magical D&D. The whole movie is based on D&D. Mm-hmm. So Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And heavy, so, like, every references to board games. They're actually playing it in the thing. It's called Quests of Yore. You know, like, mm-hmm. so they, they're playing it in there. Everything's based on that. But then, like, at some point, like, they show, like, a wizard learning, like, a lighting spell, like, to, you know, make, like, something illuminate in the room or whatever. 
and then someone discovers electricity like you just can turn it on and off and that was like the decline and so like now you know when we watch the the time of the movies happening you're seeing all these like wizards and unicorns and elves and stuff and they're not doing anything magical they're just holding their phones Mm-hmm. And uh, the commentary is like so much more potent there because you know us like watching it, we're like, why would they do that when they have magic? But at the same time, there's probably other societies like look at us, like why would you do that when you had, you know, yeah. you, you have more power that way? Because there was one character, the uh, the centaur or minotaur, I don't know which, what, whoever the half horse, half like centaur. But was the, he wasn't a person on the top half? It was like a kind of a cow. Look, I don't know. It, he, he's it, uh, part horse, like a centaurish mm-hmm. kind of thing, and he's a cop. And they're like, you used to be able, like your kind used to run seventy miles an hour. And he's like, well, I got a car now. And he's like, but that's you know that that wasn't a loss of magic. That was just like, like Wally technology, you know, like, yeah. you know. And so everybody kind of like lost their magic. And so that part's predictable. So you, you know, you're seeing like them rediscover magic and everything. But it, like Vince said, watching it, you kind of see in your own life, like how much am I just like not looking at outside? <laughs> but it said that without saying that. Yeah. Not only material, but also relationships too, like things you take easily for granted. That's good. So I don't know. I, I love it. So I'm probably going to see it a couple more times. Like having a father. Yeah. <laughs> thank, like, thank God I have AMC A list because we saw it twice in the same weekend. Mm-hmm. And it. I want to see it more times. Like the second viewing, I'm like, it still wasn't old. <laughs> like, yeah. is it, uh, these movies, since Disney owns Pixar too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've kind of noticed that the Disney has had really upped their game in the CGI world. And then I feel like since Lasseter, I think, is over on the Disney side, too, that I feel like they're kind of both becoming each other. Mm. Do you see any of that in this movie? Because I feel like the trailer looks like something like Tangled or something like that to where it's kind of like a merging of the two worlds. It's very close to like Brave. Yeah. It feels so. like Pixar, but but when you're going through the what do you call those the bumps the front bumpers mm-hmm. it's very apparent that disney owns this crap mm-hmm. yeah because it, it, what was it the grace productions so, or whatever so i guess, say, like, so I guess uh, real quick if if for some reason you don't want to be spoiled on it maybe fast forward a few minutes here but um you know like pixar movies have shorts mm-hmm. yeah so here's a bit with the spoilers gonna happen some people don't like to be spoiled on the the shorts mm-hmm. they'd have it they have a short for this one unlike frozen 2 and it's the simpsons what and uh, it's it's kind of it starts off like it the old school mickey mouse logo mm-hmm. you know the old um mickey yeah. mouse cartoons yeah and then it, it pans out the silhouette of homer holding donuts yeah <laughs> and um it's just uh, disney welcomes the simpsons, simpsons to the family mm-hmm. and that's a day with well, maggie right it's a, was it 2d or is it with 3d it's a 2d, 2D. Okay. it's it's the original simpsons like animation style it was a not a silent film but you know like the shorts where there's no talking mm, yeah just like oh ooh, ooh, music and stuff mm-hmm. it's maggie going on a play date it's mm. really cute um i'm curious to see what you think about it because i think it's a really like a huge glimmer of hope of what disney can do with the simpsons because mm. it was so smart in such a small amount of time and those old Simpson gags that we don't get as much anymore yeah. were like all over. I had to see it twice to catch like more of them. Nice. Like, oh yeah, it's all built the, in. Like the you know example, the park that they go to with Maggie is mm. called like, what was it like? If if you get hurt here, we're not a liability park. <laughs> yeah. And then a, a next door to it is like mm. a skate park for teenagers, and it's called like Broken Ankles, mm-hmm. like skate park or whatever. Just little things like that, but just like kind of existing, and you have to be like, wait, what? What did that say? You know. Yeah. 
Oh, no. That's cool. I'm actually interested in seeing that more probably than the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I did yeah. miss not having one of those Pixar shorts like, uh, what was uh, Bow? That, was that after Frozen? No, Bow was before, was it? Or, or before, uh, what was that before? Anyway. Oh, in- Incredibles? Yeah, the new yeah. Incredibles. Is it before the Incredibles? Like, I've seen that, that one. Yeah. I miss those things, man. And you, we don't get them very often because mm-hmm. Pixar is not like a like crapping out these films. That, you well, know. I think the only Pixar film or Disney film that didn't have one was it Frozen Two or something that was supposed to have because the original. I forget. Well, yeah. I think it was Frozen Two. The original Frozen had a short. Yeah. Frozen Two didn't because they were like all hands on deck. You know, mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They make this thing happen. Yeah, but, I miss. I missed that. I. I mean, I love The Simpsons, so I didn't. I didn't mind that much, but. Hmm. In hindsight, I'm like, man, the, I want a little Pixar short. I wanted to cry before I cried. I know. It, <laughs> I wanted to pre-cry to get my face wet. It was <laughs> funny because the I, won't, I don't want to give away any of the gags because the Simpsons short is so short, but it got so many like gut, like like you know, shaking like laughter from the audience. Yeah, so many times. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I was saying is like super encouraging. Like, okay, Disney's at the helm of the Simpsons now. Yeah, you know, because it, it was just like. Huh. It reminded me of the old Simpsons in the way when I was really young. It was just like, oh, Bart's funny. He looks like me, you know, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now, I, then I, when I'm in college, I watch the same episode. I'm like, how many sex jokes between Homer and Marge, you know, yeah. and stuff that you don't even catch because it's not sexual. It's just like they're exchanged. Yeah. yeah. There's like well, a. My girls are watching their first and second season now. So it's kind of funny. funny. So that there's a, there's adult, not adult themes and like sexually or anything like that, but there's like adult behavior happening with Maggie and stuff mm-hmm. that I think only the parents and the adults and stuff are like that. So that's why it's funny. Hmm. And to kids watching it, like the onward audience is watching it and they're like, Oh, the baby playing on the playground, you know? <laughs> so mm-hmm. a little bit like day, baby's day out or something. A lot like okay. that, but <laughs> like, but with this old school Simpsons humor, you yeah. know, and stuff. So I, I, I dig it. And then if you watch that, I will, the screen rant did a pitch meeting and they comment on the short and it's hilarious. But yeah. I think if you watch the pitch meeting first, it spoils the short. It's just kind of funny. We're like, oh yeah, that should be disturbing, but it was so good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, where are we at now? Ooh, we got about ten minutes before we got to be out of here. Um, let's jump through a bunch of stuff that happened this week. Uh, Mandalorian wraps up production on season two. Yeah, just shitting those things out, aren't they? I'm so happy. That's so good, though. It's funny because I think uh, didn't Wandavision. I think last week they wrapped, wrapped. up, mm-hmm. but um, and this just wrapped. But the first thing we're supposed to see is um here let me get to it it was the falcon and winter soldier but they had to just halt their filming because they and they were because they were in Prague and over the controvirus oh hmm. so it's like okay are they gonna switch those up now because it's i don't know i mean if i kind of made it seem like the narrative was going to be in an like order it was stuck yeah. that way as you think you figured it'd have to be i think they'll but, figure it out they're gonna have to yeah or they'll just pull like a X-Men animated series. Oh. Like, oh, four episodes are going to come out before they... <laughs> spoils the other episode. What is going... Why is this jump? Why am I seeing this one again? Why is... What's going on? This is the weirdest Fox order is ever. is the worst with that. Why on I, earth did they do all that? Firefly was like that? <laughs> you know, people are like, what's going on? You know? I don't know. Fox... Ugh. Well, there's no more Fox because they took that logo off everything... Like, now it's just Searchlight yeah. in the 20th century. And the only thing that has Fox on is the news and the sports. Well, so they do they own they own everything to do with the TV. What do you mean? Uh, I thought they just got movies. Do they get television too? 
I, I might be wrong. My understanding was they got everything except for news and sports, sports. Huh. but because they got like Hulu is part of like the, you know, like yeah. all that stuff. But yeah, it does know. make sense. Yeah. Simpsons is TV. So yeah. But anyway, yeah. Winter soldiers halting for that kind of stuff. Who? Uh, we did talk about the Batman Batmobile. Yeah. yeah. Um, what? Did you see the new, the last? I haven't watched mutants? it, but I saw it on there. I'm pretty sold. I'm going to see it to check it out. Yeah. I haven't seen any of that stuff. Except for the old, seen I haven't seen the new ones. I haven't. I've seen the older. I don't uh, really want to watch this no, because I feel like they're it's gonna kind be of, too much. Yeah, they're giving yeah. too much away. That's kind of why, like, I was like, eh, I don't need to see this right now because I'm probably gonna be Dark Phoenix again anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this looks like it's really, really super interesting, Stigma. and I hope that it is still. But it was made by Fox, so I don't know. Yeah, and it's also what like three years old at this point or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, they started doing it like three and a half years ago. So kooky. It's very. They did reshoots and stuff too, so it was kind of like. Eh. This watch, was watch exciting. Watch this be like a masterpiece, though. It comes out, we're like, oh, Fox finally figured it out. <laughs> I'm not around anymore. Uh, oh well. <laughs> this was actually exciting. I saw a video on this about Tessa, Tessa Thompson uh, saying Christian Bale will be playing uh, the villain in Thor four or what is it, nice. uh, Love and Thunder? Yeah. Um, it, Tessa was in Westworld and she was on a press, the end of her press tour thing for Westworld, or maybe it was just like the release of the new season or something. Mm-hmm. And that's when she told entertainment tonight that, uh, uh, Christian Bale's going to be in there. Cause we didn't know before then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is crazy. Well, like, there was always, there's a bunch of stuff saying that he might be a part of something, but this is like, but never said now. like confirmed. Yeah. This is like her coming out of the horse's mouth. Pretty much. I mean, speaking of horses, apparently he's not going to be beta ray. Bill. That's the thing. Is <laughs> in uh, Watiki, Titiki, Tiki, the Taika. Oh, I lost my train of thought because that was funny. Um, the Hawk movie, uh, Ragnarok, right? Yeah. The, you guys remember Beta Ray Bill's face? Yeah, his face was at so the So we were like Coliseum-ish super excited thing. that we we're possibly going to see this. And, and then all of a sudden now it's Christian Bale. And I'm like, okay, they're not going to put. Battery Bell's face on Christian Bell. They play up to paying money for Christian Bell. They're not going to cover his face. Well, you never know though, because there's like the Andy Circuses and stuff. Yeah. You end up being those like motion. He capping. started off as motion capture. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then later on. But either way, like uh, I wanted to see Battery Bell, and I think that would have been interesting to add into what we're going to have for yeah. uh, Phase Four. But another thing is like I'm I'm confused on timing now. Like uh, <coughs> with all these shows and like the the how things are connecting, like what's before what and like Winter Soldier, like when did that happen? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm losing track now. So well, that's think, a good thing because it's like so much crap now that's coming well, out. At least like most things now are after Endgame mm-hmm. is presumably, you know. That I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm confused on that. Uh, it's just like going forth. I don't know except how for, these are all going to interweave together. Except for Black Widow, you know, obviously for yeah. obvious reasons. Okay, because yeah, but, the timing... Uh, which is cool too. And speaking of Black Widow, we, there's a new trailer that came out for that as well. Same thing for that. I don't really want to watch. <laughs> I don't want to watch any more of that. And even even more stuff is getting like tied together, uh, Easter egg wise, uh, with the rest of you know MCU lore. Mm-hmm. I, I saw somebody post because um, everybody's you know talking about like who would be cast as Mister Fantastic if the Fantastic yeah. Four, and it, this is not going to happen. But someone posted like. Like, uh, you know, you're saying you want John Krasinski because he's sexy and this and this for this person. He's like, and this this woman posted like, but I want the disaster energy of this guy. And it was Taika Waititi. And uh, I was like, you know what? If he wasn't already kind of in there, is Korg or whatever, 
and he wasn't like know. he doesn't look anything like. But it's not even like he's, she's <laughs> talking about like that that disaster energy like that feels like it'd be a very good modern day interpretation. Like he's a genius, but kind of like he's flexible. I don't know. You yeah. know, like it's just it's just it would be funny and witty and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's probably what we're looking for. Not like cause the last two. Uh, Reed Richards is a very, very stern, serious, like the rock of the group, you know, yeah. which would be that way to a certain extent, but also he ends up being like He-Man, you know, just like, bleh, like, yeah, I mean, Johnny's obviously supposed to be the funny one. So mm-hmm. like, uh, it's going to be hard. I you don't know. Really fast. This is just another side tangent. I just remember what my biggest issue right now is that the, the way that Thor ended, he left the kingdom or whatever, the new, new, whatever land to Tessa. Mm-hmm. And then he's supposed to get on the ship with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Well, all this stuff is coming out before Thor 4. So where the heck has Thor been? And then how does... This is what's the problem. Is I don't know how all this shit's tying in. Because uh, Thor's supposed to be in one of these shows, too, as well. Oh, one of the television shows? And I think so. I don't know that. I don't and know then that. Uh, he's supposed to be in space. And then the next uh, Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't have him in it. It's not supposed no. to be Guardian. Yeah, Vin Diesel compare. confirms the Guardians of the Galaxy so will be in Thor, Thor 4. 4. Thor 4. Okay, so this is so what comes out first. a little bit more. I imagine yeah. Thor 4 comes out first before Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I've, oh, I yeah. haven't seen Guardians any dates like, for Guardians yet. Right. Yeah. Way out. So, And I think Thor 4 is kind of way out there in general. Uh, what's, what's, I wonder how they're going to smooth that over. The Doctor Strange one before that, right? Is, yeah, is that not this year, but next year, right? Yeah. And then... Black Panther's two years from now? Yeah. Something? I think Ms. Marvel and... Uh, Ms. Marvel. Captain Marvel and Black Panther are both kind of far... A little farther out. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, but we're going to see them all in these other movies anyway. I'm, I'm hoping that we do some kind of reset to Asgard or something. I, I did, don't know. It wouldn't it be funny because he... It, like, they end that conversation. It's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you just like, all right, Thor got on the ship. He left with Rocket. Yeah. So I, I wonder how they're going to smooth that over. Like in Thor four, I guess is going to be the first one. And like if if he like comes back down and says like oh, I forgot my like rubber shoes or something. <laughs> now he's back with Tessa again. Yeah. And here's comes Kristen Bell. I I have a feeling just the way they left it is going to be kind of like that. We follow her journey, follow his journey, and they're two parallel stories. But they've like you know maybe yeah. at the end they intersect or something. But mm-hmm. for the That'd most be part, because cool. Marvel's been doing really they they since the beginning they've done really good at keeping all these other storylines kind of happening next to each other. Mm-hmm. Because you know like you realize like Infinity War and Endgame like half the people weren't with each other most of the time. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, they were just like teamed up in like. This, alone. Hel- this helps my confusion, though. Vin mm-hmm. Diesel confirming now that Guardians will be in for- Thor 4. Mm-hmm. I got the uh, digital release of Guardians Galaxy 2, and I was watching behind the scenes of Vin Diesel doing the, the recording for Groot. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because, like, he's in it. <laughs> oh, you know, like, they're yeah. doing, like, the mocap and stuff on him and, and stuff, and they, they have the script in front of him. He's just saying, I am Groot, whatever the script says. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I like and, and they're like, with more passion. He's like, oh, I am Groot. <laughs> what, was, was he kid kid Groot too? Yeah, so he he did it in a normal voice and yeah. they they pitched they it up pitch it, yeah. or something. That's so funny. I love that. Oh yeah, that no, because I think at one point they even said to him, he's like, you gotta say it slower. So they can they can pitch it up. Well, like, the slower, yeah. The format. Because you can actually you can pitch things up just normally, but yeah. yeah, the pitching and pulling and whatnot of the audio makes it different. Yeah. That's why uh I actually worked on the first the music, some of the music, 
for the first new Chipmunks movie. Oh, mm. nice. And they, I didn't actually work on it. I was, I was there when they did it. Yeah. <laughs> and so you saw it all. They actually used the tape machine still. Oh, wow. To speed it up. That, yeah. That's a signature sound for them. So I'm not surprised that's happening. Is it, was it a Vera speed machine? Yeah. Well, they have to vary speed and they have certain speeds for each one of the Chipmunks. I, I just discovered this in Logic X, mm. <laughs> even yeah. though Vera speed and Logic has been around since the conception of 10. Mm hmm. Because uh, it's, ba it's based off the the, the old the very speed. yeah well like old school like when you want something to pitch something off up it's on a piece of tape so yeah. it has a length to it so when you pitched it up you mean you had to play it faster mm -hmm. and so that's kind of like to make it sound more normally pitched up I'm sure that's probably why he had to say it slower a couple of years ago my favorite thing on the internet was someone slowed down the chipmunks and it sounded like the best like yeah. emo band like they, just, <laughs> they literally had to sing it super slow yeah well because. The uh, voices start sounding a little bit more normal, but mm -hmm. then all the instrumentation and stuff starts yeah, getting like wacky. It's like so cool though. It's like Jolene slowed down. Yeah. There's math to all this. I know that there, there's math to this. Oh yeah. Like that was the whole conception um, of the original chipmunks. I think, I think half time, like if you're, if the, the speed they want to be, mm -hmm. they got to go half time. Yes. Is it is an octave? You have to sing it. You have they basically, and it doesn't it doesn't matter. You don't have to worry about it. You just pitch it down to the time yeah. and then you just sing with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it's funny, Kevin Smith once talked about, like, when he was younger, I think, uh, he'd put on the the record for it, and then he'd, you know, drop it from, you know... Oh, yeah. The two to, speeds? Yeah, like 33 speeds, to 45 or something. And he'd drop, drop down to the speed, and it would, like, make the kids sound fine, and, and they're like, oh, they're sounding normal. But then whenever Dave would start talking, because he was a normal human... <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, he's like, it'd be like this sound from Satan. <laughs> like, oh, oh, what, Dave? <laughs> 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 I would scare the crap out of me as a kid. So <laughs> it's just funny. That's a lot of fun. Yep. I was doing uh, Disney uh, Disney on Ice too a while ago. Uh, we recorded. And it was the most boring thing on earth because <laughs> they come in ice. and they'd be like, um, like any if you if you ever see like oh there's a Disney on Ice thing coming up at the ice rink or whatever mm -hmm. and you take your kids to go see it. They actually pre they obviously pre record all that stuff. It's just yeah. people acting like they're talking. Right. And uh, so they'd come in and they'd have like 10 different like sayings or whatever of Donald. They'd be like, that's quacktastic. That's quacktastic. Yeah. That's quacktastic. And they're like, no, I don't know. It doesn't sound Donald, Donald-y enough for me. They wow. Com they complained about uh, Woody, the girl uh, who's uh, Joan Cusack. That's Woody, right? Or not Woody. Uh, no. Um, Jesse? Jesse. Oh, oh yeah. And so she does Jesse and she, they're like, hey, she just doesn't sound like Jesse. And it's like, well, it's Joan Cusack. So it is Jesse. I kind of, so. yeah. I kind of. Get that Wonder because if they pitch it or something. Way back in the day when I was doing sound, I did sound for a big JetBlue sponsored Santa arriving at the Tyson's Corner Mall. Mm -hmm. It was at least a million dollars just for him to enter the mall, and it was crazy. Huge production, and we spent a week setting it up, like radar stuff. Like NORAD was there, I think. Oh wow, stuff like anyway. Um, but we spent the whole week setting up. We ran the first dress rehearsal. That the man who is Santa Claus gets paid like six figures, something ridiculous, <laughs> because he he looks. <laughs> Yeah. Like the part, but also his whole year revolves around maintaining this visible image and shape. So he only has to work two months out of the year. Mm -hmm. And they did the whole thing. And there's like little old lady who kind of looks like, um, who was the uh, fashion designer in Incredibles? Edna. Edna. <laughs> there's a little old lady who's kind of like Edna, only like less friendly looking, is sitting in the back with her arms crossed. And she's like, it's not magical enough. And we're all like, of course it is. We've been working on this all week. But then I guess you, you're talking about like people just passing by and stuff and little kids who will not be afraid to like pass judgment. Mm -hmm. They're like, she has a point. Like if we're not all crying, even though we've seen this all week, 
then the kids aren't so he just kept rolling it hmm. until it was i think they decided to make the building shake a little bit or something like all this little stuff <laughs> shaking the building but then like when the actual thing <laughs> happened you know like people it stopped like three thousand people dead hmm. in their tracks you know so it's like it's rough but i guess that i guess yeah. that's the call of the money people you know it's truth i i always hear like uh my dad or my mom screaming like think outside of the box <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of what like, everybody was like. We've done everything. It's like, no, you got to push further. Make the building shake. Can we make the building <laughs> shake? That is thinking outside of the box. That is not like adding a television or like another speaker. You know, <laughs> we're making a building shake now. It, it that was, is outside of the box. It was it was interesting. But yeah, like, I don't know. It, I, I hate that stuff, too, though. If I'm in recording, I'm like, mm -hmm. I wish the director just could tell me what they want. Yeah. You know, stuff. But I guess they're just they're trying to like. You know, kind of marionette. Yeah, these I mean, I know it's needed. It was just like I was there for like a week straight, yeah, for yeah, like yeah. twelve hours, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, send me home." And it's it's like an hour's worth of audio. Oh yeah, you know, like at most, <laughs> I'd go through every line and be like, "I don't know if that's quite right." Okay, that's yeah, fantastic. I've been I've been, <laughs> I've been there for like re-records and stuff. Where I have to get like somebody to come back in to do like half a sentence or something, mm -hmm. and it's like months later. Like, how did I do that again? Exactly. Like, <laughs> Oi, so. they. Isn't that what they say when... <laughs> Isn't that what they say? Who you mean they? The, the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> he went for it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited, though, for the Marvel stuff to be back, especially because I think they said Black Widow's definitely not getting pushed back, yeah. even though No Time to Die has been, mm -hmm. um, which is actually kind of surprising. It's ironic. I, well, I know that a lot of times... <laughs> oh, I know the reason they pushed No Time to uh, Die back is because they were like, well, Chinese audience is going to be like our big moneymaker. Yeah. yeah. But I felt like Black Widow would be very similar. I think to yeah, the market, too. but maybe they're just gonna go go for it and mm -hmm. just be like, I mean, any movie. Well, I guess not any movie, but most of the big ones. Well, spe specifically, there's a big budget action yeah. movie, but also it's like a spy international. Like that's yeah. like right up like yeah. the international markets alley. Absolutely. And stuff. But I guess that. it makes sense because No Time to Die will come out and it'll just be a Bond film. But if Black Widow gets pushed back, you're pushing back like ten other films. I remember. Yeah. I remember how big. Uh, Spider Man was in Shanghai while I was there. People were mm -hmm. freaking out about that movie. Yeah. All I got to say is Black Widow better have Tony Masters as. Um, gosh, I just lost his name. Um, Taskmaster? Taskmaster, yeah. yeah. Tony Masters as task, saw, Taskmaster saw, because. Well, did you see that that press thing? Well, he said he didn't see the trailer. Then watch the trailer. It's, it was a. He's about to tell you what happens in the trailer. <laughs> oh no! It was a like a press junket or like a, a convention, and Black Widow's there, and mm -hmm. that her that the other white chick, the blonde haired chick, Yel Yelena, and then the uh, lighter, lighter dark dark skinned dude, mm -hmm. and then there's a few other people, and I'm like, who? We were all like, who's this dude? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so is it, okay? So he's actually a dude. Hopefully, he is Tony Master. <laughs> I just hope so. that they don't make him like, I hope they don't make him a, a robot. They're like, oh, he's a robot that can, you know, learn your moves. Like, I was actually uh, wondering if it was going to be a reincarnation of like Ultron or something. Yeah, exactly. Because they allude to him being able to copy yeah. the other people's moves and stuff. And I was yeah. like, huh. That was Taskmaster's thing, though, wasn't yeah, it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, just depending on how far they take it, it's like, it would be an easy writing way out to be like, it's a robot. It's an AI. Exactly. <laughs> are, are, they do, I mean, uh, the, all of it, I feel like, is is tied into, like, Ultron and, and Mr. or the Claw or whatever the dude with mm -hmm. the vibranium and, you know, because, like, where did he get, is his shield vibranium? Is his, is his sword vibranium? He also shows the Black Widow Claws. Like, where did he get this tech? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna learn a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, I don't know what to expect from Black Widow because I don't know three quarters of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like a- anything could happen. I'd just be like, what is going on? I also, love, what time uh, frame is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, what's his name? The uh, Captain Russia or something. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Russia? Red Guardian. <laughs> Red Guardian. Yeah, I remember that one. I don't know why my brain doesn't work <laughs> half the time. I remembered his real name. I remember Tony Masters. I, I remember excited. Taskmaster. I'm excited the for the same thing as Tony Masters. I'm excited for this movie. I'm excited for uh, to see U.S. Agent on on something as well. Yes, those two things I feel like are the, the things I'm like most excited about. Mm-hmm. Black Widow and then this Winter Soldier show. I'm so jazzed about Eternals, dude. I I started seeing uh, what like just pictures of some of the gear and the garb and the um, costumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess Nova is going to be in it. Yeah. What? Uh, Nova's gonna be in it. I didn't see that, but I, I don't know. I, thought, I, I saw I, it looked. He looked like uh, DC's, like Doctor Fate, like the way his yeah, outfit how, was. How it looks like. Yeah, but I, I, I love. That, that's what made me think it was like a Nova Corps person or I, something. I love like fantasy stuff like that. So, and I know Marvel's gonna do it right. So I'm yeah. just super psyched. You know, I always wanted to have because there's multiple Novas. So we got you know yeah. Sam Alexander, which is the newer, younger one. You got a Richard Ryder, which is the older one. Oh, I would love if it was speak. like Nathan Fillion passing it on to mm. like you know. Some, some young kid yeah i mean i'd love that too uh, and then ha- having uh, adam in this thing too being born out of that one gold, oh, adam warlock people actually but adam warlock's not happening to guardians right i don't even know yeah. if he's gonna happen then well suppose like yeah. i thought that was like was uh alluded to with um yeah what's his face those gold the gold race with well, well, the director people. oh well there oh, he had actually said that's gonna happen well, that was the weapon in the movie. I, I, yeah. Not to say outside of the movie. Not well, to say they could just like ignore different it, things. Yeah. I guess they could, because they never actually say his name or anything. They're mm-hmm. just, they say that well, they have this weapon that they're trying to. She says Adam. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, end. we have, he, he, we have Adam. She's yeah. Like, yeah. Or I'll call him Adam or something. Mm-hmm. They're like trying that. to hatch this warlock. But, but there's, there's saving him for that because there was all the speculation. Will he be part of Infinity War or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then at that yeah. time, they were like, he's going to be exclusively in the Guardians universe. Yeah. yeah. So. Which, you know, if you read the old original, you know, comics, he's a huge part of that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he holds the, the soul stone. So, and, but Thor, I mean, uh, Nova's all connected to that too. So. I feel like they really kind of did a disservice to the Nova Corps. I mean, yeah. And they kind of made him like some, like goofy some soldier, goofy soldiers. Yeah. But, oh well. Who knows? <laughs> I think they're going to come back to it because they, they purposely cut that storyline out of Infinity War because they said they didn't want to show like another stone like getting obtained you know yeah. and stuff but there's a, there's some potential there's either a cartoon another movie another comic series or something yeah. just to show like what happened in that period because in the deleted scenes there's a bunch of allusions to like what happened yeah. with the pa- power stone yeah power stone mm-hmm. right. they had that planet stuff. whatever that planet was called where nova core was on got destroyed so i wonder how they're gonna if they bring back nova core like it'll if if it'll be like surviving people from the planet exploding did they say that the planet got destroyed i thought they just got it i thought they were, they alluded to um or just the people in the area all died uh what's his face thanos going to get whatever the stone that was there and hmm. killed off half of the people or whatever and then it well if the place is still there i mean it'd probably be all right yeah. xandar or whatever yeah xandar that's um, what it was 
So I wonder how what we'll know. Like, yeah, you're saying oh. there's some things also alluding to other things. Well, just back when that all happened, they were just saying like this is a story left open for future mm-hmm. potential. That they, they didn't feel like it needed to be part of like the already like gauntlet of like yeah. Infinity War. Man. Um, but I don't know. I, I was just gonna say like I feel good about this current MC the come upcoming MCU like wave because we've actually had like a year off from everything. Mm-hmm. And it feels good. Like I can't wait to see the rest of this stuff. I feel like it kept us from like kept me from fatiguing. Yeah. On and I love the MCU. That's so. true. I need to take a little bit of a breather. The most I've seen is like I watch Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. And the Runaways, and that was just like MCU light. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> light beer every MCU. <laughs> um, but it was wild. They they went into uh, the 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 dark uh, realm or dark realm. Wait, dark dimension. Okay. In both Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. Oh, cool! But they called them different things, and it was wild. I was like, oh, "Okay, they finally start connecting things," and mm. they canceled both of them. Of course, because <laughs> it's the Disney way. No, um, I'm not that excited for Eternals. I mean, they're going to have to do something amazing in that movie because mm-hmm. the Eternals bore me. I just I've, do. I've never seen any of the comic stuff. I just I'm excited about seeing like celestial fantasy stuff. So yeah, I mean, it's going to have to for me. The storyline is going to have to be amazing, and it's mm-hmm. going to have to be like awesome and huge which it could be but i just don't i don't know i this is an opportunity for them to be to take something that's like far you know far left again and just be like here's something out of you know left field or whatever and it could be amazing or it could be a chance for them to have their first miss to be honest yeah i mean you always have that chance right there's yeah. a, it always goes one way or another i i really hope it's it doesn't end up like anything else what's so. it, that that imax thing they shot <laughs> And then we saw uh, all the Inhumans. Oh Inhumans, God! Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't that's, go that's like why that. I'm feeling. I get that feeling. Is I get this feeling from that. See, I th- I even think the Inhumans is better than like a lot of the other like what it would be you know compared to like what? stuff like you know like Legends of Tomorrow or something like that. Oh, you know, yeah. like, but even because it was it was supposed to be a TV show, you know, even though like yeah. they played the first couple episodes in the movie theaters, it was but, always supposed to be a TV show, right? I thought it was supposed uh, to be well, a movie. It was supposed that's what originally I'm it was going to be. Movie. And then, I hope it doesn't happen like like that. But something happened because it wasn't that the same showrunner, well, right? Because they already finished Eternals. Wasn't that the same showrunner as Iron Fist? I am unsure. Is in humans that would make sense? Because <laughs> I feel like those are the two dark points. Yeah, I feel like Inhumans was just like um, you know like a lack of budget. You could just tell where they like cut her hair off. Yeah, you know. But but then in uh, uh, Iron Fist was just kind of like there were so many bad decisions. Going in and that and stuff, and they also like the story could happen in like one single hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't. Thing. They didn't really play to their strengths. No, they didn't have a lot of action in it, to be honest. Well, I thought that they, they had like, a lot I, of I'm strength in, <laughs> like, in Madame Gao. They had a lot of strength in some of these characters that they could have used more of. But I, I'm glad somebody pointed this out that like between Iron Fist and Dark Phoenix, and I think like some other movie that came out or whatever, they're like. I think we're the Hollywood's finally realizing just because they're in Game of Thrones doesn't mean it's going to do good. <laughs> it's like because there's too many misses now with the Game of Thrones people, yeah, and stuff. And I was like, okay, let's get that got that out of our system. Now we don't got to do it anymore. Also, a bit of the WB thing, kind of uh, where they're like, hey, we got this, you know, cool story or whatever, or Batman or whatever it is. Let's uh, put someone famous in the role, you know, like someone, mm-hmm. and they do it, and it's just that's not what you need to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. You need to get back to like the reason they picked Rod, Robert Downey Jr. is because he was a perfect fit for the role. Mm-hmm. So hmm. that and they were looking so far into the future with him. I mean, I guess the first movie they weren't, 
but after the first movie, that's when they were like, okay, we can take this. I'm sure they had aspirations, but they were going bankrupt. I mean, this was kind of almost a Hail Mary. So, yeah, because yeah. they said... Favreau like, talks about it all the time. Yeah, there's a bunch of documentaries you can watch about how they didn't even have a script while they were shooting. Mm. They were like writing just enough to film the next day. And it was just wild to think that like, man, any one thing could have shifted and then all this wouldn't have happened. And that movie <laughs> is what a lot of people say is their favorite out of all mm-hmm. of them. Really? Yeah. A lot of people say that Iron Man 1's their favorite still. I mean, I it, dig it. It's just I dig that decision. It's kind of like, you know, the, the first season of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. It's just like nothing's going to beat the first time. And yeah. after that, you just you it's have this like lowered expectation, you know, uh, Terminator <laughs> Two is better. That's true. But it depends who you ask. Like, it I feel is, like it does depend. I feel like I ask a, like a lot of like hardcore film fans are like, mm-hmm. no, the first one was clearly better. It was a horror movie. If mm-hmm. I yeah, if I talk to horror people, they say the first one. But even it's kind of like different than what I was like thinking. I was just saying like you know it's like The Godfather or something. Like people would might like the things that follow up, but the first time you saw something that different mm-hmm. will never be beat. You yep. know, agreed. So. It's the first time you get you know experience that kind of an idea. X Men, mm-hmm. Matrix, or, or yeah, the Matrix, or like the first uh, the Sam Raimi Spider Man is the first mm-hmm. time we saw like a big budget Spider Man movie yep. on the big screen. We look back on it like. It had its place. I love the Tom Holland one in much different ways. But like when the, I'll admit, even though I hated the X-Men movies, I loved the first like two Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. Second one, first one was great. It's pretty much like a straight from the comics, like do over. Mm -hmm. Second one's better, obviously, just because it has more budget and everything. It's more fun. That Doc Ock story arc is so amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it was great. So. Then we got to like emo. Oh, yeah. Incel. You know, like Spider-Man, like so weird. I don't even know what they were thinking. High hopes, though. Over that wasn't Raimi's deal. However, like I saw Raimi talk about his idea for Spider-Man four or whatever it was, and I'm glad he did not make that. (laughs) I was like, "What the? What are you thinking?" Like, I guess we'll see what this Morbius thing is going to be like. Yeah, I guess we'll see more stuff coming out soon. Hmm. Well, there's all these there's all these theories of like the only reason they're using the Raimi Spider-Man is because they don't technically have the. Yeah, right. license for that like the MCU Spider-Man, yeah. but it's still tied into the MCU. It's like, all right, well, at least the suit's the same, just basically. I'm yeah. sure we'll see more uh, Carnage and Venom stuff too. We'll see if yeah, I'm sure this next movie will show us if there's going to be any kind of crossover for real. I doubt it, to be honest. So far, there's no news of Spider-Man being in it, right? I, or is it, is it? I hear like little things here and there, but you know, this you got so many of these fake websites got there saying, you know, my brother's cousin's uncle's, you know. It's just it, yeah. this one's even more gray because they show so many images of Spider-Man in mm-hmm. the trailers. Yeah. That's like, well, he's there. It's not like Venom where like he might not exist. Yeah. Uh, and Morbius is like he exists in that universe. Yeah. And he's clearly like been villainized by the public. So it's like an older Spider-Man. Not, yeah. not old, but like not. I just found the suit, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's further into the comics. When that he, would definitely make a lot more sense. Well, I mean, he's kind of. Um, well, at least from what I remember, I don't. I actually don't know a lot about Morpheus from the comics. I didn't read a lot about that, but uh, I know that from the old show, like he was like, you know, he knew of him at least. They were friends. Yeah. So a little I'm, bit like uh, the lizard. Yeah. I've kind of, oh yeah, yeah. I've kind of figured out though that the Sony side of the MCU adjunct area or whatever <laughs> is proving to be uh, more of like I said, like it's just happening, mm-hmm. like. Yesterday or the day before, I decided to completely rearrange my room, you know? So I was like, oh, this is going to be like a several-hour ordeal. Because I'm basically like tearing everything down, cleaning it, and then putting it in new locations. Yeah. And it, I put on Super Mario Brothers from the 90s and Venom. Nice. And it was perfect because it was just keeping me <laughs> engaged enough to not get too tired. Yeah. But also, I wasn't missing anything. <laughs> I, 
I don't want to go into the Super Mario right now because we need to close up, but yeah. like we need to talk about that sometime because that movie has oh. some stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I finally rewatched it again. I watched it two years ago mm-hmm. and then I watched it again now. I was like, you know what? If I forget, it's a Mario movie. Exactly. It's great. Well, guys, thanks for hanging with us. We went a little bit over today, but that's cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll catch you guys next week. Stay cool, y'all.